Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Hey. Oh, look is. who it is. Oh, look who it is indeed. Indeed. Are you talking about me or are you talking about you? Yeah, I am talking about okay, good. one of those two people. One of those two people? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Will we ever find out which? Only time will tell. Maybe for May sweeps, we'll reveal. What? May sweeps. What is that? Yeah, never, nothing. Don't, it's an industry term. Don't is that worry a sports about it. thing? No, it's not. Not at all. It's a television thing. I don't believe you. Okay. You can look it up. <laughs> I most certainly will not. That's fair. That's that's fair, too. You shouldn't do that. How are you? I'm good. How are you? What's going on? Everything sucks. All right. Good. Check in on your friends who are parents because uh, they're not they're not doing okay. Oh, Okay. Chris. Just you? Chris. Yes. Check in on your friends who are parents. Hey, Andrew, how are you doing? Awful. Okay, great. (laughs) Everything sucks. Can you help? Can you help me out? Can you come over here and help me out? Yeah, what do you need me to do? Parent my child. Okay, great. I'll be there in four to never. Everyone, and this includes you, fuckface, everyone tells you that, like, once you get past... Oh, once the baby starts sleeping at night, you know, it's really hard at first because, you know, you're waking up every few hours Uh and uh, you feel like you're losing your mind. Right. But don't worry, that goes away eventually. Mm -hmm. But what they don't tell you is that it comes the fuck back. Did I tell you this? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was fucking with you. I know. Okay, good. All right. I I don't remember. Here's the problem, though. When I told you that, I was probably sleep deprived. You might have been like in the good part. You might have been in the. Yeah, I was sitting in the eye of the storm at that point. Exactly. I was like, oh, it's great here. It's sunny. It's nice. It's a balmy 70 degrees. Yeah. Why is my lawn furniture flying? You know, so who knows? How are you? How, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Um, both my kids decided because normally I have to like kind of lay with one, lay with Ryder to to try and get him to sleep. But Ryder this time insisted that Emerson also lay in the bed with us. Oh God! Which is sounds adorable on paper. No, but it's just a nightmare because yeah. then they're just like looking at each other. They just think it's hilarious that they're both in the same bed. It's really, yeah. I'm amazed that Emerson was like, yeah, sure. Oh, Emerson was down for it. He was like, That's okay. our big problem. It's like anything that needs to happen at this stage, Rowan is just like, right. fuck you. No, he's, he, he, again, he's like, yeah, I'll totally lay in bed with you guys. This is great. This is awesome. Yeah. This is a great way to keep me from falling asleep. Right, exactly. So it was just that I literally laid in a bed between two toddlers for an hour tonight just being like please just go to fucking sleep <laughs> please yeah and they're both at one point they're both not looking at each other and they're just talking to themselves and when kids talk to themselves they do full hand motions so they're both like i was lying in the middle of the bed and the both of them are looking at the ceiling separate from each other just like throwing hands in the air and like making weird hand motions and working I don't know I, uh, equations out or something right, they yeah. both look like they're doing some sort of very uh, involved physics equation or something yeah. they're, they're goodwill hunting it on both <laughs> sides of me it's crazy it's crazy and I was like do I need to be here boys can I go in that case how did you like them apples 
I see what you did there. I recognize that as humor. It was nice. <laughs> We're bringing that one back. Yeah, but that just for this one time only, and then possibly at the end. Chris, we've got some sad news before we get into the show. Oh, did you want to do that now? Yeah, we always okay. do that, because I like to keep the show fun. Right. So I want to get the sad stuff out of the way ahead of time. Cool. And so let me get straight. So you want to do the sad stuff now, and then you want to have me somehow launch into a peppy intro. Oh, I've got a transition. I, oh, great. Oh, fantastic. Okay, then let's do the sad news now. Now. Yeah, and also, like, I, I subscribe to, you know, Joss Whedon, rest in peace. He had a, a great <laughs> method. Uh-huh. Of, uh, I, I, I'm going to butcher this quote, but I remember him talking about um, the way to that he liked making media, the way he liked making entertainment and telling a story was make them cry, make them sob uncontrollably, make them weep, and then for God's sakes, tell and, a joke. And then make them sleep with you. That's right. <laughs> See, I could launch it right there. I could have done that. This could be a perfect spot for that. But you want to do this now? No, I want to get this out of the way. Because like, it's very sad news. Yes, it is. Because the best Power Ranger that anyone has ever seen ever has died. Yes. Jason David Frank, who was also a UFC fighter. He did a bunch of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, he was but, a legit. Yeah. He was legit. I know. And he'll forever be known as the Green Ranger, the White Ranger. Uh, he was the Red Ranger the Red for a little Ranger. bit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. The Ranger. I think he appeared in almost every iteration of Power yeah, Rangers. Most of them, because most, he came back as like a he would come back like for guide. guests. Yeah, he would get yeah. come back like every once in a while, and they'd be like, "Tommy, it's yeah. Tommy." Well, and they'd be, you know, this new generation would be at the like, uh, "What are we gonna do? We're terrible at this. We can't work as a team." And then they'd look over and be like, "Who's that?" And it'd be him, and he'd be like, "Oh, are you guys struggling to figure out how to be Power Rangers? Sounds like a few dudes that I remember, you know." And they'd be like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I was the Green Ranger," and he did that in like three different generations. And they were like, of Power there was Rangers. a Green Ranger, and he's like, yes, yeah, so right. "I had a whole thing on my chest and everything." He was like, "I was the White Ranger," and they're like, "That's fucked up." Dude, and he's like, "No, on. not like no, no, I didn't, no. it wasn't." I mean, I was because I am, but I'm not, there's not. But we also had a Black Ranger who was, yeah. and they're like, "Dude, come on!" And he's like, "No." I mean, he was also, oh, wait, actually, now that I'm piecing this together, yeah. Zordon was kind of fucked up. Yeah. Best luck to y'all. <laughs> well, and also, also just like, it, like, voluntelling teenagers to save the world. Yep. Yeah. Like, when they're yeah. supposed to be learning things that are important. How come Tommy never gave that advice of like, hey, you want some good advice to be a Power Ranger? Run. Run now. <laughs> just run away. <laughs> But Just anyway, do it's this. very. It looks like he he it was a suicide, which is very sad. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't. I I had just read that that he had died, and the, at the time. They had they didn't know what it was and I hadn't followed up on it at all. Yeah, that's what it's that's what it's looking like. So it's very sad. Uh, if you ever have anything worse than you know just random thoughts that you can't be like, hey, that's just a thought, and then you put it away. Yep. Call somebody, talk to someone, send a text start to a, a friend. Podcast. Start a podcast. <laughs> that's what we did. That's what we did. And uh, yeah, just like even if you think the person doesn't want to hear you, they do. They want to hear from they you. Do. So send a yeah. text and just uh, just reach out to somebody. Reach out to us. Not us, but someone. <laughs> you, can, you can reach out to us. Not, yeah. I mean, if you've listened to the past, <laughs> we're definitely not professionals. Show, you should not. Yeah, reach we'll out only to us. make things worse. Yeah, potentially. But if if you got no one else, yeah, send us an email. Who gives a shit? Yeah, <laughs> we'll um, but yeah, it's yeah, it is sad because by all accounts, he was one of those guys who like who genuinely enjoyed. The legacy of the show like that. He he understood that that was what his legacy in life was going to be. 
and was genuinely okay with that. Like, went to the cons, nice to the fans. And not only that, he was so devoted to giving back to the fans. Yes, and using that, and that's what I mean, like, using that platform to be able to give back to the fans, went to the cons, shook hands, said hi, took pictures, words of encouragement. And like you said, MMA fighter, like, legit. Like, you know, he wasn't just an actor, and they would, they would cut away with the Japanese... B-roll that they use. Yeah. I mean, they well, did yeah, that most too. of the Power Rangers traditionally have been acrobats, right? But this guy was like, "No, I can kick some ass if I really need to." So that's incredible, and especially too because I don't know if you know this, but especially the original Power Rangers, and I think throughout they have used like the people in the suits are not the people not in the suits. No, they get experts, right. they get martial artists to be in the suits. So, like in theory, you don't even have to be that good. I mean, they did generally have like right. You know, they do a little bit of acrobatics and throw a punch every now and then before they got into the suits a lot of the time. But it wasn't a requirement in theory. When they're at the gym or something or that whatever that juice yeah, yeah, bar yeah. was. That well, like when the first when the putties first show up right, or whatever, they'll do a stuff. couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll do they'll throw a couple punches first, then they'll be like, oh, we need the swords or whatever. Yeah. And then they cut to whatever six-year-old episode of whatever the Japanese version of the show was, and then they cut that in there. But yeah, this guy was this guy was legit. So it is it is sad. It was definitely there's a great video of him uh, coming out of a con saying like he he comes out and he's just yelling. It sounds bad at first, but he's like yelling at everyone in line, and it feels very stern at first. And I remember th- when I first saw this video, I was like, oh god, is he going to turn out to be not a great guy? And he's like, everybody, listen up. A lot of you guys are coming in here. Like every other person is coming in and saying you must get sick and tired of hearing this, but you were my hero when I was a kid. Anyone who gets tired of hearing that isn't worth your time. It's so good. He's like, I will. He's like, the reason I do this is because people like you come up to me and say things like this. I will never get sick of hearing it. And I will spend the rest of my life trying to live up to the the me that you remember me being. You know, he's like that being said, now that I've said that in the line, if you're here to say that you can now go home. We've had the conversation. (laughs) Just raise your hand now if you were going to say Just raise your hand. Taken note, you can leave. There, now you can go. Thank you very much, everyone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll be cashing your checks in the next week. <laughs> <laughs> There's four people left, and they're like, I like the Red Ranger. And he's like, Get out. Yeah. They're like, Were you not <laughs> the off. Red Ranger? Uh, seems like a good guy overall, though. Seemed like a really good guy. Yeah. 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 Very sad. Yeah. On a lighter note, mm-hmm. Chris, yeah? some friends of the show wrote in. Oh, boy. To give some advice. Oh, boy. And uh, how have I fucked up now? I- <laughs> I simply asked on Twitter mm-hmm. if anyone had any unbiased advice. They were not guided in any way. And, and I have to stress this, they were absolutely not held at gunpoint. But but also, you don't need to offer proof <laughs> that you weren't held at gunpoint. That's right. So, uh, yeah. Which I don't have. But okay. here are the responses. At Johnny underscore Boombots... <laughs> Already, already in love with this man. <laughs> you know Johnny Boombots. Do you not remember Johnny Boombots? Johnny Boombots. We met him. Yeah, we met him at Comic Con. Yeah, yeah, I remember Johnny Boombots. Oh, okay, great. But I just love. I just love. Feels like you're making me. it up. But he no. said, "Chris, this was done against my will. Not true. <laughs> I truly apologize. <laughs> Again, gun not held at his head. Mm-hmm. Sure, but." Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So it has been told, so it shall be done. Quote, Johnny, thank you so much for that. At James Fagan, Mm -hmm. I don't know what this means, but he says, 
Chris, mm-hmm. chaos is a ladder. I, and I'm climbing it every single day. I, maybe. I don't that's it. That's all he wrote. To the top. And this is my this is my absolute favorite. At the Fresnerd said, quote, Hey Chris, hey Chris, hey Chris, shut the fuck up. <laughs> ah! Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and just never, and I mean ever, shut the fuck up. My name is Chris Trebo, alongside me as always is my co-host Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Yeah, I. What, here's what actually happened. I was editing late at night, and uh, I was like, Chris will not stop talking. And so I went on Twitter, and I was like, hey, anyone who reads this... Just comment that Chris needs to shut the fuck up because it's taken too long for me to edit these. Mm-hmm. And uh, just say that. It doesn't matter. No context or anything. And I'll just read it on the show. And that's what we got. Great. So you got you asked people to, to say something and they said it on the Internet. <laughs> Imagine that. Other than Jim, who said chaos is a ladder. I still don't know what that means. You don't need to shut the fuck up, Andrew. Okay, great. great. That's good. Oh my goodness. Uh Andrew, mm-hmm. guess what? What? It's the best damn day of the week, baby. That doesn't sound right. It's Tuesday news day. Does oh my it sound gosh, right it is now? the best damn day of the week. That's what yeah, I'm saying. It See? Is. We're back on track again. Holy hell. Yeah, I know. It goes by quick, doesn't it? Too quick. I still haven't started reading the reading assignment that I have to pass to you after I'm done reading it. That's fine. <sighs> we'll get to it. We still got another week. So, uh, Andrew, I got I got a bunch of news. You got some news? I do have some news. I'm sure we have some of the same news. Shall we get started on? Yeah, the news? let's get started. OK, excellent, because I got to start with this. This is I probably the big one. Yeah, I've probably got it here, too. <laughs> yep. Here we go. Ready? Yep. Bob Iger out. No, I'm sorry. I'm saying that backwards. Yeah. Bob Iger. Well, back he was in out at Disney. He Bob was, Iger out. was out. Bob Iger was out. About You're right. So ago. technically still right. Yeah. Still right. Yeah. Not wrong. Yeah. As in, as good, is good podcasting, never give in, never say that you're wrong, uh-huh. even when t- people are telling you to shut the fuck up on Twitter. <laughs> Bob Iger out at Disney. <laughs> Bob Chappick in at Disney. Uh-huh. Bob Chappick out at Disney. Bob Iger in at Disney. This is like a Dr. Seuss book. It's crazy. It was less than a year ago that Bob Allen Iger stepped down as CEO of Disney, passing the position, and I'm not making this up, to Bob Allen Chapek. And now Bob Allen Iger is back, probably because he couldn't find a third Bob Allen who was qualified for the position. <laughs> and uh, there's a, uh, I've got, if you're on the Patreon, in the Let's Get Intimate tier, I have a list of all the potential Bob Allens. That's great. Some of them are not real. You think? <laughs> Bob Chapek has been in hot water recently, though not really in ways that I give a shit about. Well, he's been in hot water. In he's been in and out of hot water for roughly two years. I mean, he's he's like come in and out. like he started essentially kind of in the pandemic, uh, but there was like a transition where they were like Bob Iger's leaving and this guy's coming in. But really, one he really took. Disney and was pushing them more towards streaming, which I think is the overall if if I'm if I'm taking a bet, if I'm taking a guess, 
that's what I think is is really what caused this to happen. Because if nothing else, don't mess with the mouse's dollar. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that, I do. That's really the number one cardinal sin. Yeah. But he's, I mean, listen, he he was, I, if I remember, because it said he was, he came on in 2020. He, he had just signed the multi-year contract in June. So... Like I said, he he had been really pushing them towards streaming, more streaming stuff, which I think if you look at even just through Marvel, this has probably been the most boring phase of Marvel's history. And it's a lot of streaming. And, uh, you know, and that's but is, that's, is that the re- here's the thing? I don't really have a problem. I think he's been doing fine. The, I think the big problem is that, like, I don't think the problem is that we're able to stream the things. Like, that's not why they're boring. No, no, no. I'm not saying the things that they're streaming is boring. I'm saying, like, the phase overall has not been as exciting or as eventful as other phases. And I think it's because we're, it's just coming to our home. Like, there was, a you know, phase one, phase two, phase three, things like that. But he's also, but I'm not just talking about Marvel. You also have to remember, he's overseeing all of Disney. So any of the Pixar, the other animated stuff, a lot of the stuff has been coming straight to streaming and not going out to theaters. And I think Disney is going, you're emphasizing this streaming idea, which has been great and it's making us a lot of money. However, we're Disney and our brand sells money. You know what I mean? It sells money, makes no, money. Yeah. Our brand, <laughs> our, <laughs> they had a two for one deal at, on $10 bills the other day. It was great. I was just thinking about how ATMs sell you your money. Like if they have a surcharge, yeah, you pay like a buck 50 to buy your money. Yep, pretty much. Whatever. But uh, basically they're going like, listen, you're putting all this stuff out on streaming. We could be making X number of dollars at the box office. And you're putting such an emphasis on this. I think they're seeing the overall dollar sign go down, even though they're doing great on streaming. They're like, there's a whole other revenue stream out here that you're just completely ignoring because you are gung-ho about this whole idea. I mean, he also, you know, he's gotten some bad PR with uh, Florida and uh, his lack of response to the don't say gay bill. And then and then he, when he finally did respond, they were, you know, at, at risk of losing their whole, I forget what that bill is, that law is called, but the fact that they're the their don't own, say gay bill. No, no, no. The, what is it? Something Creek thing where Disney oh, World oh, oh. is essentially their own. Yeah. Town, where they're going to have to start paying taxes or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that was all under him and that was, I mean, that was a PR debacle as well. So I think all of this kind of adds up. I don't understand. I give him a lot of leeway, though, because like a lot of the stuff that has come out, I've been like, okay, who gives a shit? Like, honestly, Disney should pay more in taxes, to be completely honest. But additionally, right. You feel that way, but the board does not. I hear you. You know what I mean? But like just general consensus around the country and potentially the world. I've seen a lot of people give this guy a lot of shit, like including the most recent thing being that he said that children watch more of their animated media than adults do. Mm -hmm. And people were like, this is bullshit. I watch tons of animated stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I guess. But you don't watch. I don't know, Nightmare Before Christmas on repeat for seven hours a day. Like, children do watch animated stuff a lot more than adults do. True. Yes. And I don't know, a lot of this other stuff, too. Like, a company should not... Look, Disney, you were talking about messing with the mouse's money. Mm -hmm. I get into this all the time with people who are like, I don't know if... I I can't put my finger on whether Disney is, like, 
pro-LGBTQ or against? And I'm like, they're neither. They're pro- They're whatever sells. Right. If if putting a gay kiss in your Black Panther movie they think is going to put in more money, they're going to try to find that line where that is. Because it's like, oh, you can't have a gay couple through the whole thing, but you can put sneak in a little kiss at the end, and that'll appease some people and not hurt other people. And great. That's, the, that's what's going to make us the most money. So, like, to me, it's like the stuff about not saying anything about the don't say gay bill. I'm like, I mean, would I like it for the head of Disney to come out immediately and be like, hey, this is dumb. Don't do this. Right. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, he's just a representative of a company. Right. But that's the thing. It's not that he didn't do anything. It's the PR, the backlash that he that the company got for him not saying anything. That's what I'm saying, though, is the the backlash came from the community, came from us, in quotes. That's what I'm trying to say is like, I don't understand this like countrywide disdain for what this guy has done. That's all I'm trying to oh, say. I, I couldn't give two shits. I know. That's I what I mean, though. It's like if he came out like like um, Ike Perlmutter and was like, I hate the Jews or, what, you know, like whatever, right, right, whatever right, he's right. going to do, like oh, all black people are the same or whatever he's saying. If he was just spouting crazy shit like that, then he'd be like, yeah, get him out. Get him the fuck out. I don't want him here. But if he's just like not responding and then especially when he does respond he's like no i don't like this people should be treated equal then i'm like okay i don't i don't really get like i get the board's decision i'm not saying i don't understand that but i i'm the board's decision is coming from the decision of the people it seems like uh in that like their shares have dropped and stuff like that like which comes from people selling their their shares they're like i don't want this anymore i think it's going to go down so i'm going to sell it so like i don't know from that perspective i'm just like a little confused about where this animosity has come from well i don't i mean i haven't read up on any of the animosity as in the country as a whole as a business decision i think i kind of understand where this is coming from now, granted, also the, the part of the story we should say is that this kind of came as a surprise to everyone. Not, not necessarily when you add including up, Bob Iger, including Bob Iger. Honestly, I <laughs> who mean, was I'm, tweeting from like a beach chair in Maui about how much he loved being retired. Right, and they were like, "Hey, uh, <laughs> about that, uh, just uh, hey, I'm going to DM you something real quick." But yeah, that that's the thing. Uh, you know, uh, when you look at it in in kind of a hindsight 2020, and you add up some of the. Uh, stuff that has happened over his tenure, it's not surprising that they might want him out. It is a little surprising they did it so fast, but I think what happened is they started to get a quarterly report and they were like, oh, oh, we, we're we not doing as well as we thought. Oh, let's get him out immediately. Yeah, well, and their shares dropped. It's not only we're not doing as well as we thought, their shares dropped over 40%. Exactly. That's a big number. And they looked at the, ba- you know, they had the thing in Florida. They had, again, his push on streaming. Yeah. It's all this, you know. Well, and the Scarlett Johansson stuff and happened, the Scarlett too. Jo- I was trying to remember. That's why I was saying yeah. I can't remember when he was brought on SEO. Which, again, though, that one to me also wasn't a big deal because I'm like I look you know how much money she made just out, like on her initial contract yes. before she got any of the back end yes but again all of this is perception all of that is perception it is, it is all PR and what happens is I know when you get bad PR then, but I'm like oh no she only made 15 million dollars right but you're looking at a fact and there that's not part of this decision for the board the, the, the decision is the PR that comes again, from it. Again, 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 again I'm not talking about the fucking board. They can do whatever the hell they want. It's a privately owned company. Who gives a shit? Right, but that's what this story is. That's not the story. Not is necessarily. Not- the, because the story is that the board is doing that, right? But it's the like it. You can't say that without talking about the reason they're doing it, right? Right? But uh, yes, but yeah. the reason that they're doing it is their own, is 
separate from whatever the reaction that the rest of the country has. I disagree. I think if the reaction that the country had was, we love Bob Chapek, we're going to give you guys all of our money, I think Bob Iger would still be sitting on a beach. Right. I'm saying the reaction of the country to this announcement. Oh, oh yeah, I know. I'm talking about the opposite. I'm talking about like the people. Of, so this announcement was like very, um, you're, you're not really on social media, but like all I saw around social media was, holy shit, this is incredible. This is amazing. Finally, some good news coming from Disney. And I'm like, right. that, I, I didn't even know there was animosity towards JPEG. I was like, all right, whatever. And now I'm, I'm looking into it and I'm like, oh, my God, like it was so bad that they basically just had to fire the guy in order right. to like save their reputation. But again, it, none of the uh, listen, it's bad. It's bad PR. But the PR itself is nothing except when it starts to affect the dollar. And and I think what happened, the reason the reason he basically the reason he wasn't fired after the, to the Johansson thing, the reason he wasn't fired after the Florida thing is that they didn't get the reports in on how much this was affecting their bottom line. They've gotten a report. And additionally, overall, let me but let me cut, just jump in real quick. And additionally, there's a, a worry that if you fire your CEO a month after he started, that will drop the share. That will drop the further. share even more because it looks like the company is in a free for all. Right, um, is in absolute chaos and has and is completely rudderless. But it's one of those things where it's like the PR is bad, and everyone can you know swear up and down like oh, I hate Disney and how dare they not have a response to the don't say gay bill and this and that and the other thing but like if it doesn't if people say that up and down but they're still spending money yes of course no, it doesn't matter you know what I mean it's the reason that but like, generally speaking if people hate something they stop spending their money right, on it but <laughs> yes generally however there are certain entities yeah. this, this it's the same reason why Jeff Bezos still has a job is because everyone hates Jeff Bezos but no one's gonna stop using Amazon right but that's out of necessity like if if the economy was good enough right. we would all stop buying from Amazon yeah but I think at this point Disney is, is a huge company that people don't even realize when they're giving Disney their money because they are so like omnipresent Uh, to an extent as in uh, you know there are you know people don't realize that Hulu is essentially like Disney owns the majority of Hulu do you know what I mean like they're spending money for Disney they don't even realize it so if at the end of the day they everyone's like Bob Chapek go to hell and he didn't have a response to the don't say gay bill and da 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 da. But I'm still going to keep my Hulu subscription. Then Disney's going to be like, well, I don't care what the public says. This guy's still making us money. Yeah, it's like when uh, I used to I used to work at Toys R Us and F.A.O. Schwartz. We were both owned by the same company. Right. And every day someone would be like, fuck this. I'm going to that other store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, and okay. so, if they, you know, again, if people don't people are still spending money at Disney or on Disney, you know, then nobody cares. But eventually this added up to the idea that. Well, like, uh, to an extent, though, I think if people leave Disney. Plus and go to Hulu. I think that's a cut. Like, I think they make less money. It is is a cut. Yes, they do. But that's the thing is that he's emphasizing so much on streaming. I think that they're going like people are starting to have to choose Hulu, Disney, Netflix, whatever. That's the other half of it. But again, the bad press. Yes, I think led to this, but because I think the bad there was bad press and people actually acted on it. Whereas the bad press is not, the board doesn't care about bad press as long as the bottom line stays the same. This time it didn't. And so this guy's out. Now, Bob Iger is before everybody gets excited. 
Bob Iker is only coming back for a two-year contract, which after that amount of time, you and I will be doing the story of how Bob Iker is now staying on permanently at Disney. So I'm excited to see that happen. I don't think so, because they've also said that no, the goal... I don't think so. He's going to retire. <laughs> the goal is to bring someone else on at the same time to learn what he's doing and to take his place. That's so cute. That's, <laughs> that's adorable that they say that. All I'm saying is, Chris, if you're looking for work... <sighs> <laughs> no thanks that's fine <laughs> I'll uh, do it you, you think people want me to shut the fuck up now <laughs> I'll fucking do it Chris <gasps> Kelsey Grammer recently told MovieWeb quote if they don't ask me to return to the role of Beast I'll never go to Disneyland again and that kind of threat might have worked on Disney a week ago but Bob Chapek is gone now so until you legally change your name to Bob Allen Grammer you're shit out of luck <laughs> realistically they can always do some kind of multiverse thing to bring him in. But honestly, he seems like a pretty bad guy. So I wouldn't mind it if they didn't. I mean, listen, I think he was a good fit for Beast at the time. Yeah. You know, they could make this. I'm not saying that they should do this or that they will do this because they won't. But I could see them making them fit, making this fit. He's always kind of seen as like. Uh, like an elder uh, X Men, yeah, like because he was one of the first. Yeah, X-Men. they could bring him in for like a like the same way they brought in Patrick Stewart again. Exactly. So they could, you know, it could be like, yeah, this guy he's been around forever, and then he's he's there. And then if they want to bring in Nicholas Holt, they can just do alternate universe stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, they're not going to do this, and they shouldn't do this, and this is not a good idea. There's other people that they. I kind of regret looking up information about this because I was trying to find a good photo of him and i was like ah let's find a like a like a dumb photo of kelsey Grammer or whatever doing something stupid and the first thing to come up was a photo of him wearing a shirt that was like a, a uh like anti-choice shirt that said like it was a picture of a gun mm-hmm. and it said would they care if we started using guns to abort fetuses I don't know what that even means. Well, it's that like, well, the left hates guns, no, but not abortions. It. I just, oh, I do. No. Because it's holy shit. I was like, Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> the tossed salad and scrambled eggs? I mean, he's uh, he said uh, he's had a life. Let's put it that way. He's, he needs to get a fucking life, if you ask me. I think he would disagree with you on that. I think he and his millions of dollars would disagree with you on that. I don't know. He's fighting to play Beast again. It's probably the high point of his career. It's probably more money than he ever made. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? You don't think so? Cheers and Frasier? X-Men movies? Come on. You think those TV shows in the 80s... And 90s. ...paid more money than him doing the third X-Men movie? Overall, Yes. Absolutely. I'm going to Google this. Absolutely. I'm going to look up Kelsey. 100%. He's still getting royalties from both of those shows. First thing we're doing is Kelsey Grammer net worth. Okay, great. Those are always accurate Google searches. It's at least a ballpark. Okay, sure. It's not going to be off by 100%. Pretty sure I could Google search my (laughs) net worth and it would come up. Do it. Let's find out. According to this, it's 80 million. Kelsey Grammer paid for X men. Because that's the other thing. If they didn't pay him really, really well, I don't think he'd sit in that makeup chair for that long again. Oh, I don't think he'd I'm be yelling about it. I'm not saying that they didn't pay him really, really well. I think overall, what he's made on Cheers and Frasier is more than what he made on X-Men. A hundred percent. I just found how much he made on Frasier. It's a fuck ton. Yeah. 
It was like, what, a million dollars an episode? One and a half. Yeah, exactly. And they're doing 24 episodes a season. He was the highest paid TV actor of all time. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Why? It wasn't even that good of a show. Don't get into an argument like this with me. I can't, I know this. I thought that it was like a a mediocre show. No, it was one of the biggest shows in history. Cheers is renowned as one of the greatest shows of all time. Why? It was the friends of its day. It was huge. It's just about a bunch of drunk idiots. It doesn't matter. It was massive. And then Frasier won like every Emmy every year ever. Why? It's still winning Emmys. They just nominate it for no... David Hyde Pierce picked up an Emmy for Best Supporting Actor next year. Doesn't matter. <laughs> like, what the fuck? They gave him out in advance. <laughs> it's crazy. They were, he was like, yeah, I've got an engagement already. Can we just wrap yeah. this up this year? Does it? Yeah. They, All right. Are you kidding me? It was huge. Well, I don't know. It seems like a bad guy. I wish he wasn't oh, yeah. so rich. No, he's been a, to be I mean, fair he's a though. Huge... Then if he's making a hundred and if he's making one point six million dollars an episode and he only has eighty million dollars, he has fucked something up. Well, one, he's a he's a huge drug addict and drunk. And two, is that true? Yes, it is. Um, oh. And was well, like throughout it. Cheers and Frasier. Yeah. And two, I don't think that's right. <laughs> you can't just Google. So who's checking up on that on that website? I mean, supposedly that's the reason that Johnny Depp is broke as well. Like Johnny Depp should have even more money than Kelsey Grammer. Johnny and he said Depp he's- bought an island. Who does that? <laughs> an island of cocaine. Yeah. OK. Who should they get to play Beast to get us back on track? Oh, God. I mean, Nicholas Holt did a great job. He does do a great job. Let's just keep him. I don't know. I mean, who's a good like who plays a good sort of. Oh, you know who'd be great at Beast? Me. You're right. Thank you so no, you'd much be for terrible. saying it. Um, I didn't want to say it, but thank you for saying it. I'm going to get his name wrong. Jen, Jen Paul Giamatti. Carlo Esposito? Is that his name? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. From um, Is that his name? Yes. From from The Mandalorian and from Breaking Bad and Better yeah. Call Saul. Yes. And The Boys. Yes. Giancarlo oh, Esposito. Could, oh. That'd be good. He'd be good, right? He's a little old. But if you want to replace Kelsey Grammer. No, but again, that's kind of what you want. I I think that might not be a bad... I never do. Like, with the X-Men for me, what I want is someone who's 30 years old who looks 50. You always want that, though. I know, but especially for the X-Men. Especially for the X-Men. I don't know why, but the X-Men especially. But I think that's also something that's worked for them a lot. But for these older characters, like, Beast is a very... You know, he's an old soul, as I guess the way people would say it, in the same way that uh, Professor X is. He's not necessarily an old man, but he feels like an old man. Right, right, right. So I'm trying to think of somebody. I mean, they could get the the guy who played him, his young version in The Boys. Oh, that guy would be really good. Yeah. 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 Actually, that would be good. But I like that that idea, that air that he has works really, really well, actually. All right. Yeah, Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Well, now that we've solved that problem, it's just what we do here on the show. Solving problems left and right. I have no idea if you have any interest in the story, but I'm very interested in it. So just shut up and deal. That was both to you and the listener. (laughs) And to all those people who told you to shut up. Oh, especially them. Except for, except for Fagan. Thanks, Fagan. (laughs) 
keeping it real. Always got my back. Yeah. I'm assuming that phrase was positive. He's climbing up there with you, yep. right behind you, yeah. climbing up that ladder. I think he's going over top of me. He's going, yeah, chaos yeah. is a ladder, and I'm going to step over you on every <laughs> rung, is what he's saying. Uh, it's the time of Indiana Jones, Andrew. It's uh, Empire came out with the, their big Indiana Jones issue with the, we got our first images of... Uh, or actually, really, for Indy, second image of Indy from the new Indiana Jones movie. First first image of Mads Mikkelsen, but we also found out a little more about the plot. And it's going to be set in 1969 with Indy doing what you would like to do with your life if you weren't doing this podcast. Chasing ex-Nazis. I would like to do that. You would like to do that. I know. Also, it, it op- the first scene opens up with a de-aged Harrison Ford. Yeah, I heard that as well. Hey, wait a minute. Go so he's chasing it. ex-Nazis. Yes. So he's chasing people who are like, you know what? This was the wrong thing to do. I've learned my lesson. I'm going to spend the rest of my life helping people and helping spread diversity through the world yep. because I've learned from And Indiana Jones just comes out. He's like, fuck you, Nazi. Yep, that's pretty much it. Actually, <laughs> you're not far off. That's kind of the idea is that uh, appara- it's because they wanted to do it in 69 because now it's kind of like the space race. Because 69 is the funniest number. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And we can yeah, all yeah. have a good chuckle the entire time. On April time. 20th, 1969. Yep. That's it. The whole that's the the whole plot line of the movie. And the whole movie takes day. place at four twenty p.m. Yep, it's a very long minute. Yeah. So no, the idea is basically like it's sixty nine, so it's the space race. So this is supposed to be even Harrison Ford has been, just been like, I wanted to do this last movie because I want to see him at the end of the journey. I want to see the last one. So it's like this guy who is his time has passed him by. Like his he is no longer the, the his idea, his brand of hero is not what is what the country is looking for. And so now he's got these ex-Nazis who most of the people who really took part in NASA in the early days were ex-Nazis. So he's like, wait, the guys that I fought are the, are the heroes now? And he has to kind of come to terms with that. And I guess Mads Mikkelsen is playing one of those. He's he was an ex Nazi. Now he's working for the the space. I program. imagine he gets cast as a Nazi a lot. I would assume. Yeah, yeah, I would assume. Yeah, or at least gets asked. Here's my question to you. Yes, go on. Do you think Indiana Jones is going to space? No, I don't think so. In a fridge. Never mind. I changed my answer. Yes, I do think so. I think that's how they end the entire franchise. He gets in. It's just a dun 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 dun. He tips the hat and he closes the fridge and they launch him into space and then it opens and you just see the fridge floating out into the space. Yeah. Spiraling. Yep. And then credits, 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 credits. And he's just floating, just floating away. Yeah, Yeah, I think uh, the other part about this is with all this coming out now, I'm pretty sure a trailer is going to drop pretty soon. By the time this episode comes out, maybe there is a trailer going out. But uh, if it hasn't, I feel like a trailer is coming pretty soon. I think we got our first image of uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, too, right? We might have. I haven't seen the full issue. I've seen, like, the blurbs about the issue. But chances are, yes, I haven't. But, yeah, they they had a ton of new new stuff. And usually when this People still don't know who she's playing, but we got a photo. No, I mean, they still haven't announced the title I mean, it's got to be his daughter, right? No, I... You know what, though? They did that with the last movie, and so I think they're going to do... You think it's Shia LaBeouf's daughter? Yes, that's what I think it is. It's Shia LaBeouf. It's Shia LaBeouf and one of the monkeys that he fought in the last movie had a child, and it's Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yeah, her name is... 
What's uh what's a what's a what's a synonym for mutt? Tum. Oh no, not synonym. <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry. You said synonym. I and I thought you say I thought yep, I did. I did do that too. I did all of that. You things. thought like anagram. I thought anagram. Is what you thought. Or or palindrome. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Synonym Tum. for mutt. <laughs> I don't know, right? Or something related to it. I was trying to think of a joke, it's only but one I couldn't. Word that's I couldn't coming to mind, and I'm not going to use it for a woman. Um, <laughs> it's the only one I can think of yeah. that would be, I think, apt. And uh, yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. Not going to yeah. do it. The palindrome for that is hatib. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for playing along, everyone. Thank you so much. I think. No, I'm going to say. I don't think they're going to go formula. I would say maybe daughter of a colleague. Let's do that. Like daughter of a colleague, which I know is also what Karen Allen was. But I'm going to say like daughter of a colleague. Or again, if the idea is like this guy is of the old age and then a new age is coming in, then she is someone who's like, no, you have to let go of what you used to know. Like she's. She could just, or I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. There's going to be a wild speculation. She could just be a person. Yeah. She could just be a random person. Yeah. Like I, I, I suspect like, cause here's the thing. If I were making the movie, I think she would be a good replacement. So a lot of people have said that maybe just another person who is inspired by his work. Right. Who's trying to do similar stuff. They run yes. into each other. A new Indiana if Jones. If the movie is successful, he phases mm-hmm. out. We start to follow her. I a lot of people have suggested that idea. A lot of people have suggested yeah. that she would be really good as the new Indiana Jones. And I don't. First disagree. of all, not that they would give her the name, but it's not like Indiana. First of all, it's not even his name. But I was going to say it's also not a man's name. Like it's not. It's not like if you wanted to continue the title, you know, and and it was called like. Jonathan Jones, she couldn't really take that over too well. But like Indiana, she could change her name to Indiana because they named the dog. They named the dog Indiana. (laughs) You were named after the the dog. dog? (laughs) Oh, good. I'm so glad you do know those lines. Um, I love that movie. You do? That's what I wasn't sure. This is. Oh, my God. This has been like a first date this entire conversation. All right. Here's my hot take on Indiana Jones. Okay, Raiders overrated. Okay, But also um, Temple of Doom absolutely evenly rated <laughs> what everybody thinks of that is absolutely, absolutely true. correct but um the last crusade underrated i think that movie i think it's the best one i agree with you i don't know if i would go with raiders overrated i think also evenly rated nah but because everyone thinks it's it's incredible it's amazing it's fantastic i think it's good i think but also i think part of that comes from the reaction of when it first came out and that was revolutionary. And then everyone goes into it like that. But, but I, the third one is so goddamn the, good. The third one is fantastic. Let it go. I love the the puzzles at the end. Oh, I used to say as a kid, I used to go. So good. Uh, I used to just like, I don't know why I would say it, but like every now and then I'd say to myself, but in the Latin alphabet, Jehovah begins with an I. <laughs> love it so much. Oh, Neil. So good. Oh. So good. Dad, 11 o'clock. Why? What happens at 11? He chose. <laughs> like, it's so good. Poorly. Yeah, right? I use that line all the time. Yeah. No one knows what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. oh, thank God you're actually interested in Indiana Jones. I thought for sure you were going to be like, 
Fuck the Indiana Jones. I don't give a shit about this. I don't give a shit about Indiana Jones. The Last Crusade is the only one I really like. Uh, I mean, other than the Crystal Skull, obviously. Well, obviously. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that goes without for, saying. For Shia LaBeouf's performance alone. Of course. Chris, absolutely. it wrote the book on assembling a team. <laughs> You know what's amazing? You have grown very tired of most slash all of my bits. But for some reason, I don't I don't ever grow tired of that one. Mine are pretty new. That's fair. That's fair. Like you've been doing yours for six years. I've been doing this for like five episodes. I think you started when Chapek took over, right? right. I think I actually started the Seven Samurai bit in our first year, but I I dropped it and then like... And then you brought it back. So this is just the longest callback ever is what you're saying. Okay, great. I planned it. I put it in my calendar. (laughs) Nice. You have a little alarm that goes off every time. You have an alarm going off right now that's just going like, mention Seventh Samurai. Let me tell you. Yeah. In my head, it's just alarms. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Well, chaos is the ladder, Andrew. Um, What do you have, sir? Oh, man. Hot fucking fuck. <laughs> That's going on our new merch, by the way. That's going on the merch. Chris, mm-hmm. John Leguizamo plays a dickhead washed up action movie actor in the new film, The Menu. And he based the character. And he also wants to be Beast in X Men. <laughs> I wish. That'd be a great choice. That would be. He can uh, play anyone yeah. in X Men. And he based the character on none other than America's sweetheart, Steven Seagal. I read this as well. He told Entertainment Weekly, quote, I've met lots of these stars like that, maybe before they were washed up. I mean, now they're washed up. I kind of based mine on Steven Seagal. I had a bad run in with him. We did a movie together. It was called Executive Decision. He's kind of a horrible human, end quote. And I've written here, I dated his niece because I'm obligated to bring that up. Anytime he comes up, I have to say that on the show. Thank you, because if you don't, I it all I can think is he dated his niece. Are we going to talk about it? Are we going to talk about it? Am I allowed to talk about it? Because I, I have to get it out of the way. It. Yep. Also, my sister is in a band called Mindless Self Indulgence. Yeah. Okay. Good. We got so we've gotten the Seventh Samurai. We've gotten uh-huh. your your sister's band, and we've gotten yep. that you dated Stephen Seagal's niece. So we've gotten yeah. all the three things out of the way that we're supposed yep. to talk yep, about. Yep. 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 So I can just end this now, I guess. Yep. Hey, Andrew. No. Um. <laughs> How did you side note if you're watching if you're watching on Patreon you can see this and if you can't you should get Patreon just for this. How did you find the one picture of Steven Seagal eating a vegetable <laughs> in existence? That's um, incredible. I'm pretty sure that's actually a meatloaf that he has like 3D printed into a carrot. <laughs> He also just, I assume, just out of frame, there is some sort of a small child that is crying because he's stolen that carrot from the child. Uh, I thought you were going to say, like, he's just strangling just out of... That's a big honking carrot, too. It is, because he's no, a big guy. Yeah, he is. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's a carrot. It's probably it's a slice it's of old, pizza. It's the only carrot he's ever eaten, I think. That's why he's such a big guy. Also, like, look at his black hair and black goatee. He dyes that, right? I, it looks like it's sharpied on. Yeah, it does. I mean, it... I assume he dyes it to match whatever shade of black he's wearing in his clothes because it all looks pretty uniform. To I me. assume he dyes it to match whatever shade of black he's using in his heart <laughs> in that particular moment. There's no heart. That's the problem with your theory. Oh, That's the it's thing. a shadow. Yeah, it's just a black hole. So what do we think about this guy who famously was the funniest person to ever host Saturday Night Live? 
I mean, there are tons of stories. I guess what I like about John Leguizamo's quote is that I feel like people are like, oh, he's just he's just being true, honest about Steven Skull. I think he's actually trying to be very nice about talking about Steven Skull, and that's as nice as he can get. It's true. He does like he doesn't put it full force. He says he's kind of. A horrible person. Horrible human being. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, that's that's the nicest way yeah. John Leguizamo could put that. It's also, you really have to be kind of a shithead because John Leguizamo famously is like one of the kindest people in Hollywood. Right, right, right. So like for him to say you're a horrible human, human being, you got to do some you're fucked really, up shit. I mean, again, yeah, he's, you know, John Leguizamo is kind of grading on a curve here. Like and <laughs> to say that. From John Leguizamo is pretty good. Like yeah. that's that's pretty bad right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's tons of stories. I, you brought up Saturday Night Live and the oh the stories you hear about. I remember that. watching because that episode would come on every now and then on the reruns. Yeah, I, I've I've seen it a few times. I remember watching it as a kid and just being like, "This is awful." Yeah, it's a bad. No, well, here's the thing: not only is it a bad episode, but have you ever read the stories behind that episode? You have told me about he, them. And he's I, the only. No, I'm sorry. He's not the only one, but he's one of, he's one of I like think, three, two or three people ever to be banned from hosting Saturday Night Live. Um, and really the only one to be banned from hosting Saturday Night Live just simply because he's a complete and utter asshole. Like the other the others got banned because they did something on TV or something like that or whatever. This guy was such a jerk just during the week that they were like, never, never again. I don't care how famous he is. I don't it's care interesting, what too, because like you hear all these stories about how um, like Steven Seagal is a bad guy. And you hear about how like Tom Hanks is incredible. Right. And I was just watching an interview with Conan O'Brien. Was it Conan O'Brien on Howard Stern? Maybe that was it. Yeah. Talking about coming in at like five in the morning and Tom Hanks was still there on a desk and like Conan walks by and he's like, Conan, I have an idea, you yeah. know? Uh, and the idea, yeah. And you can watch this go, everybody go on YouTube and, and find, uh, Howard Stern just did a big long interview with Conan O'Brien and it's diced up into some really nice chunks of great. I've been watching it all week, but he tells a story about Howard was like, you know, who's the best of, of your years in late night? Who, who's like the best guest? And he's like, listen, here's the thing. He goes, there are people who came in like Springsteen would come in early. He would rehearse. He'd learn all the ca- the cameraman's names. He'd stick around afterwards and everything. And he's like, he doesn't need to do that for my shit for late night. He doesn't need to do that. But he did it. He's like, and Tom Hanks is another one. He's like being at Saturday Night Live. Tom Hanks would stay until like 4 a.m. while everyone's writing and be writing with them. And like just hanging out, just trying to pitch ideas and everything. And he goes, that's the thing is that you realize that that's why these people are who they are. It's not that they become who they are and then they become nice people. They're they become who they are because of this, because of this work ethic. Steven Seagal, however, complete and utter douchebag. And that's why there's one photo in the world of him eating a giant carrot. (laughs) And he's the sheriff of a town or I don't fucking know or yeah, something who the fuck knows the town that lives in his head he's running that shit from by martial law yeah famously he would like people you know the, the writers would be like oh we've got this great idea for a funny bit and he'd be like that's not funny you know what's funny is me punching people yeah. <laughs> and then they would just like make, like, a, sh- yeah, it is, make a scene of him punching people movies. yeah but for like yeah. an hour it would just be him punching dudes well it was it was um 
there was a, a story of when he hosted and I think he was going to do, it might've been a Hans and Franz where it was a boardroom or, or it was a boardroom sketch. I think they were, they were both in the show, but like they're pitching this idea. I think it was a Hans and Franz. Cause I think Neilan was telling the story and he's like, we pitched this Hans and Franz sketch to Steven Seagal where like we end up fighting Steven Seagal and he goes, and Steven Seagal looked him dead in the eye and went, okay, if I do this and if I do this, I have to win. <laughs> and they were like, well, okay, fine. Whatever. Whatever. That's not the joke. It Who doesn't gives matter. A shit? Sure. Yeah. Whatever, man. I don't care. I don't No one, no one is going to think that you could possibly get beat up by Hans and Franz anyway. I mean, so I think matter. Kevin Nealon would have a pretty good shot. That's true. If I'm being honest, he's, he's got the height. I think he's got he the does. reach over. Steven Seagal. Seagal is pretty tall too, but also like, yeah. have you seen the videos of Steven Seagal, like sh- showcasing martial arts? It's just him like shoving people and they go, whoa, and like fly back. Yeah. And I'm like, I I think he has been, yes, sirred yeah. oh, so many times sure. in martial arts yeah. that I think Kevin Nealon could just throw a punch and knock him out. Yeah. 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 He would just knock that carrot out of his hand. He'd be down. <laughs> knock that Sharpie goatee right off his face. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, what is this? Ink? What is this? Is this shoe polish? Who's, hey, who still has shoe polish? All right. So everybody can relax. We can all calm down because not only is Iger back in, but Blade also has a director again. So everything's going to be okay, everyone. And it seems like a pretty good one. And it seems like a pretty good one. So um, Jan Demange, I think is how you say it. I've only read it. I'm going to go with that until I hear otherwise. Uh, but Jan Demange, who directed the the pilot episode for Lovecraft Country, has been tapped to direct Blade. They also have a, a screenwriter. They have Michael Starbury, who was nominated for an Emmy. Uh, he wrote, um, oh, fuck. It was the Ava DuVernay series about the Central Park Five, and it was called When They See Us. He's been tapped to write the script as well. So this is going to be now page one rewrite, throwing everything out, starting from scratch. Wow. Yeah, which, again, the script that they had had, I think, two mediocre action sequences in the entire thing and was only 90 minutes long so yeah it's not hard to do page one rewrite because it sounds like they weren't far from page one to begin with barjali still blade i'm thankful that they got it this quickly i know you and i talked about this but i agree with you that chances are no matter what he was going to be in it but i know that being a two-time oscar a winner that his schedule gets packed really quick, and so it's either they lose him or they got to knock Blade five years down the line or something right. like that. Yeah. So I'm glad that they got this like in real quick before it seems to have really affected anything in a huge manner. Um, so we still got Mahershala Ali as Blade. We got good people on. I'm looking. I'm positive about this. I'm feeling good about this. How about you? Oh, I feel great. I don't know anything that this person has directed like i there were a couple things that i was like yeah mediocre on and then i heard he did um you know that show that everyone loves yeah yeah uh was jonathan winters in that uh yeah jonathan yeah right jonathan winters isn't that his name nope that's the that's the old comedian now you're doing the thing i did oh fuck what is it it's playing kang yeah playing he's in creed three is it jonathan winter no, he's dead. 
Jonathan Masters? Jonathan Majors. Majors. Fucking hell. Wow. We're just. Jonathan Majors is in it, right? Yes. Jonathan Majors. And Jonathan Winters. And Jonathan Winters. He's the monster. (laughs) But yeah, I've I've heard very good things about that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did too. I never, I didn't check it it out. It feels like a spiritual companion to something like Blade. Yeah, it feels, I mean, it does. It's, it's kind of horror-esque. It's uh, supposed to be tense. It's dealing with the supernatural, all things you want from a good Blade movie. So that, you know, again. Sounds like the the name of a romance novel. (laughs) That if if you're just scrolling through and you look at the name, you're like, oh, Lovecraft country. They craft love. Yeah. It sounds like a romantic comedy. Honey. It's a spiritual sequel to Bridges over uh, Bridges of Madison County. Wow. Yeah, man, I, you struggled. I really did. <laughs> that I was one, gonna, yeah. I was going to get that bit out no matter what. Yeah, it could be. I mean, even something like a like a Sleepless in Seattle, mm-hmm. like a Lovecraft country. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, and you're like, honey, let's put this on. And then it's like, <laughs> giant giant squid comes out or something. Yeah, I think this is good. Uh, there's still, they seem to still be sticking to like, Let's give it more of like the closer to what the 90s Blade was as well, where it's a little more mature, a little yeah. more R-rated kind of thing, which is good. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see how this all pans out. I'm into this. Do you think yes. that they will put a bit in the movie Blade mm-hmm. where he's running mm-hmm. and they're like, what are you supposed to be? And he says, Blade Runner. You let me get this straight. We could have just moved on to ending the show, but you had to put that in? Yes. I never, ever tire of your brilliance. <laughs> Thanks. I accept that humor. Thank you. Oh, okay, then. Uh, if that is all, then... Um, uh, Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yes. Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. If you don't want to wait for it to go to your whatever fucking bullshit app you listen to. Fuckface. On. Fuckface. You fucking dickhead. You dumb dickwad. <laughs> Jesus. We sound like James Cameron. That's a bit from a while ago. James Cameron is still cursing people out. Did you know that? That's another news thing. Why, why wouldn't he? That's another news thing that I almost brought in is that he he literally told a production executive to fuck off while he was filming Avatar. Good for him. Boy, he can. You don't want to wait for it to go to Apple or Google or Spotify. You can just go to SoundCloud.com slash media lunch break 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Every Tuesday, mm-hmm. and you can listen to it bright and early right then. Yep. Get a hot and ready pizza bright and early. You can also follow us on Twitter for now <laughs> while it's still here. Yep. Our handle is at Media Lunch Break. We're also on Mastodon, where our handle is at Media the Lunch Break, and we're on that? Hive Social. I think our handle is at The Media Lunch Break on Hive Social. But it might be. What's our handle? What's our handle on Truth again? Truth Social. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that was the joke. Okay, because you didn't get the name right. All the kids call it just Truth. No, they don't. Because a truth is what you. It's like a tweet, but it's called Twitter in the same way that it's called Truth Social. Um, let me just double check. What our handle is on Truth Social? Wait, okay. did you actually sign us up for that? No. Are you checking to see what you were saying was accurate? Yes. I was looking at <laughs> Farmers Only. I love that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, I love that you You were like, I'm going to drop a, a bomb on Chris on 
how wrong he is, but let me, while I'm saying it, also <laughs> oh, no, check no, that no, I'm not looking, making ass no, out of no, myself. No, 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 I was looking to make sure that our handles are correct. Oh, so you were doing some actual thing, some actual productive yeah, thing yeah, for yeah, the yeah. podcast. No. So, so our handle on Hive Social is at Media Lunch Break, but our handle on Mastodon fucking hate Mastodon is at the media lunch break at Mastodon.social what is that there are two potential things that might be replacing Twitter if Elon Musk can't get his fucking dick out of his butt oh yeah 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 okay I've heard of Hive I just had not heard of Mastodon yeah Mastodon has been around longer and it's more, it's unnecessarily complicated oh so it's older it is then already I'm done with it <laughs> but there's no algorithm at all that sounds like chaos. It is, and it's incredible. It, I, I can see it being just as addictive. It sounds right up our alley. It's insane. Chaos is a ladder, after all. Hive Social has only two people in their dev team, and uh, they, oh, there's also like no security. So be careful about what you're Excellent. putting into that awesome. app currently. I don't know. You can follow us there. We're not. We're not really using it right now because I'm. I'm wary of both. But, if, but as soon as some eccentric psychopath billionaire buys one of them, we will be right on there. Don't you worry. Oh, God. Elon Musk could probably afford to buy the... I mean, you know, how much could they possibly yes, cost? Yes, of course he can. If he can afford to buy Twitter, he can afford yeah. to buy a social network that I've not heard of. Here's the deal. If Elon Musk wants to get rid of Twitter, I will buy it for $50. He might take that deal. He's crazy enough. Yeah. Oh, are you gonna double up so we can we can co-own it? Oh, for sure, a hundred bucks. Yeah, let's do it, Elon. You heard it here first, a hundred bucks, and we will take Twitter off your hands. Oh man! And then we can sell Twitter and buy Movie Pass. That's right. Okay. And just to be clear, uh-huh. that's you have to give us Twitter and a hundred dollars. Yeah, we're not paying you. Yes, sir. For a hundred dollars, we will take the burden of Twitter. Yes. Out of your butt. Yes, that is called good business sense. So yeah, if you don't like Twitter, you can find us on Hive Social and Mastodon. Okay, great. It is so hard for me to say Mastodon and not masturbate. You can I, also find us on Facebook. That's all I thought. You can find us on Instagram, where our handle is at the Media Lunch Break. We're on YouTube.com slash the Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok. We've been putting out some very funny videos about Alan Moore. Yeah. And uh, I would encourage you all to head over there and give a look, because I am so proud of them. They're really good. I think they're so funny. Yeah. Uh, no one else thinks they're funny, but I think they're hilarious. And that, our handle there is TikTok. Uh, no, it's not. It's nope. not TikTok. It's at <laughs> the Media we Lunch are crushing today, everyone. On I'm it. so exhausted. I have no excuse. If you want... To give us money, Elon, you can uh, give us that $100 Mm -hmm. through Patreon. And that's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you're not Elon Musk, I guess you can give us money through that as well. Doesn't have to be a hundred bucks. It could be like one dollar. But if you're Elon Musk, you're listening to this, do you want to do it under the table so it doesn't get taxed? Uh, you can just send us a hundred bucks on Patreon. We'll take Twitter off of you, put our names on the deedly do, and uh, it'll be our responsibility. And then you don't have to run it into the ground because we will. <laughs> That's patreon.com slash the media lunch break. You can also send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com. You can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, anywhere else. Literally anywhere. Write it on in chalk on the sidewalk. Put it on a bathroom stall like the whores that we are. Write it in the snow with your own pee. I don't give a fuck. I don't. Sh- I don't shit a fuck. <sighs> Special thank you to Julie. 
Thanks, Julie. <laughs> Who called me today? Aw. I didn't answer because I was busy. She was like, please stop. <laughs> Whatever this is, please cut it out. Um, she called me today, so I sent her a text and I said, hey, dude, what's up? Or was that a butt dial? And I never heard back, so hopefully she's okay. And she texted back, tell Chris to shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> As always, and like Andrew said, you know, uh, you can leave a rating and a review and you, you'll leave it right in app. It, it really does actually help things out. Don't ask how because I don't know, but it does. As always, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever review you want. This week, if you leave a five-star rating, just go ahead and tell me to shut the fuck up. So, as always, you know, listen, we just talked about, well, we just did the best damn day of the week, Tuesday Newsday. Uh, next week... It's going to be time for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Already? Yes, it is. It's the most wonderful time of the year, baby. And then followed by, what is the reading assignment again? This is Harriet a, Tubman Demon Slayer. That's right. Yeah. But here's the thing. As we're getting ready to do both of those things, if you're listening to this and you're like, don't talk about that shit. Talk about this thing over here. Send it over to us. If you have an idea for a subject you want us to cover, if you watched a thing and you're like, hey, I need somebody to get a hot take on this. Send it over to us. If you are a creator, you made a comic. You uh, uh, shot a a pilot episode for something. You uh, shot a short film. All right. You shot Um, an actual pilot. You shot an actual pilot. But you filmed it. (laughs) That's right. Send it over to us. (laughs) Go for it. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Please don't. Uh, Send it over to us. We'll put some eyes. We'll put some ears on it. We'll give it a shout out. Give us a talk about it. We love doing that. That's basically what we've been doing for the reading assignment. Or even if you're just like, even if it's from the big two and you're like, hey, I just got done with this run of this thing over here. I think this should be your next reading assignment. Send it over to us. We'll check it out. Other than that, that's about it. There it is, folks. That's how you do it. It's that simple. There wasn't a thing. And look at that. We just went ahead and made one, and now there's we a made thing. one. That's how easy it is. So go out there, go out there right now. If you're listening to this, go out and make a thing. It's really that simple. Where there was nothing, now there is something. Yeah, that's it. There you go. I mean, that is debatable. Oh, if this is something, yes. Oh, I mean, yeah. No, this is not anything. <laughs> Um, but it occupies some sort of space. That's true. It is something. It's taking up space in the world. This is Schrodinger's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it that's is both fair. something and nothing. Nothing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's fair.